one thing I want to minister into corporately and briefly. And a few few weeks, probably six weeks ago, I can't count past four. It was a few weeks back where um, one of the things we ministered into was we talked about what the spirit of the air is in this territory. And one of the things that we wanted to do was just break off any agreement in us relating to that and how that thing wants to operate. And I feel like um, this is another one of those. Yeah, can we get a one of those black things? Microphone. Often when there's the biggest resistance to coming to a corporate gathering, that's when you need to be there the most. How many of you didn't feel like coming tonight? Yeah, there you go. Okay. That's funny. Nick and I were chatting on the phone this morning, kind of going, well, that's really encouraging, I know. Anyway, we were chatting, it was like, there is so much stuff in the air right now. There's so much, I think the spiritual word is crap, flying in the air, in the spirit realm. And I was thinking it was just me. Clearly it's not. Yeah, and and that's one of the things that the enemy does is he makes you think it's just you um, so that he can isolate you and separate you from the breakthrough that he wants to bring to you. And so that's just a super encouragement that those times when you're like, I just cannot do this, I cannot be bothered, that's probably usually the enemy trying to hold you back from a breakthrough and that's the time where you need to through the resistance because before church even started Martha got healed of a whole lot of pain um, which is a big you know he ate Jesus that, that's the way it should be church hospital I know I know it is like that um, but there is there is power in the corporate gathering there is you know, when two or three are gathered there I am in the midst of you Jesus says and there's a few more than two or three um, there is this thing called corporate agreement which releases breakthrough at a level that isn't possible when we're on our own. I've taught on that before, no time for that right now. But let that be an encouragement to you. Now, what I was feeling is... Let me read this from 2 Timothy chapter 1. And this is Paul talking to Timothy. 
You've got a very cool name, although that's what I get called when I'm in trouble. <laughs> Which is, yeah, a lot. Um, so this is Paul talking to Timothy. He said, I thank God whom I serve as my ancestors did with a clear conscience as night and day I constantly remember you in my prayers. Recalling your tears, I long to see you so that I may be filled with joy. I'm reminded of your sincere faith which lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice and I'm persuaded now lives in you. In other words, Timothy had this generational kingdom inheritance that was passed down from generation to generation. That Paul said, you carry the... Um, You've inherited the generational blessing down your, down your mother's line. You carry this stuff of the kingdom. And yet, when we hit verse 6, we know these verses fairly well. Paul has to say to Timothy, For this reason I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you through the laying of my hands. For the Spirit, of, for the Spirit God gave us did not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and a sound mind. So do not be ashamed of the testimony about our Lord Jesus or about me of his prisoner. Rather, join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God. In other words, what Timothy was facing was this thing called timidity. He was facing this thing called fear that basically said, there is a line that I don't want to go past in the kingdom. I carry this inheritance. I carry this blessing. I know the kingdom. I know who God is. But yet there is something surrounding me that is stopping me from stepping into the fullness of who I am. And that's essentially what Paul was speaking to in Timothy. Now, one of the things I really feel is this, a part of the spirit of the air in this area, but it's, it's through the whole Western world, is to approach your kingdom life a bit like fries at McDonald's. All right, I'm going to end with that. No. <laughs> In other words, yeah, you go and order your meal, and it's less so because we usually order value meals and that sort of thing. But usually, yeah, you go up and say, I'll have my triple Big Mac with whatever. And then what's the question that they'll ask you? Do you want fries with that? And it's almost like, well, the fries obviously are the sideshow to the main meal. And in our culture... It's like the enemy will be fine if our kingdom life is the sideshow to the main meal of having a job, having a family, raising kids, getting an income, putting food on the table, getting through your job, not getting fired, getting the degree, getting through school, whatever it is, insert the normal life stuff that we all have to do here. The enemy will let us have our nice little kingdom sideshow as long as it, does, as long as it doesn't become the main meal. That's why you're always upsized. <laughs> There's a word from the Lord right there. But the enemy will let us have our cool church, cool church meetings as long as we stay, to use the words of the Ecclesia series, which apparently I finished last week, but I did say it might creep out some more. As long as we stay as that synagogue, what's the word? Synagogue. As long as we stay as the synagogue, and we don't actually become the Ecclesia. And it's like the spirit of the air here is stay as the synagogue. Because the idea of stepping beyond that and really living the kingdom life as the main deal, as the main meal, there's this fear thing around it. Now, how do we bust that? Paul simply says to Timothy, fan into flame the gift of God that is in you. 
In other words, don't let it be the sideshow. Don't let it be the thing that you do on the weekend that says, oh, I need to get refilled so I can survive the week. Now, getting refilled when we're together is an awesome thing to do. Don't let me discourage that at all. In fact, get so thoroughly filled and so thoroughly overflowing that you've got plenty to share. That's a great idea. Bless you, whoever that was. Um, but this thing is meant to be the main meal and the fanning into flame is moving in the opposite spirit to what the spirit of the air in this realm is there are so many really good churches in this area that you can go and get any kind of service any kind of yeah, like Sunday service any kind of you know counselling healing ministry, whatever. You know, we are absolutely blessed. And the enemy will let that all go on quite happily. As long as it stays as the would you like fries with that. It's like, here's your life. Would you like some kingdom with that? And I feel like the deal tonight is us breaking our agreement with that spirit. And moving in the opposite which is I'm going to fan into flame that which is within me and it's a bit like letting the voice out it's a little bit scary what's going to happen if I really let loose what's inside of me if you're wondering what's inside with you let's start with God mic drop right there can't drop this it's kind of stuck to me but you're not sure what's inside you, God is inside you. So we did a whole number of weeks back, we did a whole lot of breaking agreements with stuff. And I'd like to kind of continue on that vein of, I want to pray over us, just a breaking of any agreement. And I don't believe any of this is in any of our intentions, by the way. I don't think any of us wake up in the morning and go, right, I'm going to push the kingdom stuff to Sunday. I'm going to, I'm going to do my job. I'm going to be good. I'm going to be a good person. I'm going to be moral. I'm going to have integrity. And, you know, I don't think none of us get up in the morning and do that. That's not, it's not part of any of our intention. But in this culture, it is so easy to be sucked into the spirit of the air without even knowing it until someone kind of shines a light on it and goes, let's have a look. Because the reality is the world out there is pretty darn demanding. If any of you have got a job that demands a lot of you, I get that. So there's a perspective shift, but there's a fire shift in here that says, I go into every day fanning into flame this fire that is in me and looking for opportunity to let it loose. Does that mean sharing the gospel out of the blue with everyone you see? Maybe for some of you it does, maybe it doesn't. So don't, don't put a, in, something in your head as to what that has to look like that's our usual churchy thing. God has put a unique seed in you that He wants expressed. What He wants to do with us is awaken us to the reality of who we really are. Because for many of us, we're stuck in this mindset about who we are that basically says, well, I do this, I do, you know, I have a job, I raise my kids, we make sure we get enough food on it. If all of that's happening, okay, everything's cool. 
and I can enjoy church when I go. But I sense what the Spirit's wanting to do and there's angelic assignment attached to this. We've seen this over the last couple of months is He wants to awaken us to the reality of who we really are. Who is it? Someone, was it, I think the word Megan gave to Kate, was that there's parts of you that, is that what it was? There are parts of you that you haven't seen yet. It's like that. We didn't talk about this bit before you did that, did we? No. It's like that. He wants to awaken us to the fullness of who we are because there is uniqueness on every one of us. And so many of us spend so much time going, well, I should be like that or I should be like that or I should be like that. No, you shouldn't. You should be like you. There's no copies. There's no duplications. Yes, we can learn off others. We can gain impartation and all of that stuff from others. But no one else is meant to express this like you do. So what we want to do is see you awaken to you. Yeah, we're going to do a corporate thing. Yeah, you can just come out and we're going to work this out as we go. As you can see, this is so well planned. But... um, today so we'll go for it so I'm actually going to sort of pray in bits and if you want to speak that out as well then let's do that and it's really just bringing our hearts to God as I said just going yeah I think I've done that and I don't want that anymore that's really what we're going to do okay all right dear Lord I recognize that I have let things creep into my life my heart and into my view that get in the way of making you my main thing and of making the kingdom the main thing. 
thank you for your blood that cleanses me of all of that. And I get right back up into the penthouse with you. Seated with Christ in heavenly places. I want to see things like you see them. I just want you to practice for a bit. I want you to fan into flame. For some of you, that's going to be praying in the Spirit. For some of you, that's just going to be praising. That's going to be telling God how good He is. But this is, start to stir up your own spirit now. And it's going to need to come out of your mouth in some kind of way. It means your mouth is going to need to open and sounds are need to kind of start to come out. Just start to stir up, start to stir up, whether that's praying in the Spirit, whether that's praying in, in English, whether that's praising, uh, whether that's releasing a song along with what Pete's playing right now. Just, just engage your spirit and start to stir it up. This was Paul's instruction to Timothy, fan into flame the gift of God that is in you. Because that says, I am going to build an internal culture of the fire of God in me that is greater than the spirit of the air around me. 